Welcome one, welcome all to Max's Mic. I am Max and I have the mic. This is a podcast all about the wonderful world of sports with a specific emphasis on New York sports. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome to Max's Mic. I am Max and I have the mic. Today's episode is all about the New York Yankees. As we are currently in the offseason, it is time to talk about not only the Yankees season this coming, this past season, 2023 season, but also time for us to talk about what changes they can make to do better next season. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. First, we're going to start with talking about the 2023 New York Yankees season. 82-80, and 80, no playoffs. Bad season. Need to stay healthy. Need to hit more consistently. Need to score more runs, get more hits, get more runners on base. Yeah, and that's it for the... Uh, 2023 season. There's nothing else really to say. Cole had a great season. Michael King proved that he can pitch for longer durations of time and could be a starter. And other than that, I mean, oh, great. Domingo Herman threw a perfect game. But then again, he's also now rehabbing from substance abuse and alcohol problems. So the. Possible hope diminished. Luis Severino came back and was not that good. And the Yankees just randomly traded away Harrison Bader without letting him know. This team was not good, and there needs to be changes, and changes need to be made fast. And I have some ideas for changes. First, I think the Yankees need to give... Frankie Montas maybe another shot. I think Montas deserves another shot. However, Sevi and Herman are both gone. I also believe that it is time to finally move away from Glaber Torres and Kyle Higashioka. I think Higashioka is gone. I think that Jose Trevino is just a better catcher, better hitter, better everything, and Austin Wells is going to be better as younger, and I think that's the future for the Yankees behind the dish is going to be Austin Wells, so Higgy's gone, and I think it's time to get rid of Calibre Torres. We have DJ LeMayu, who, who was a little injured, didn't hit too well. However, he's a gold glove second baseman, and I feel that he spent too much time preparing to play at first base and at third base that he hasn't been able to stick to his primary position of second base, which I feel could possibly be taking away time that he could spend in the cages hitting, but also take away his mindset and his time spent thinking about hitting to be worrying about being a utility guy. He's a Google of second baseman, and we are deciding not to play him at second base. I think that needs to be changed. That being said... That now leaves a gaping hole at third. The Yankees also need a center fielder 
and a left fielder. Now, they have Jason Dominguez. However, Dominguez is going to be hurt for a little while. So they need someone to, for the time being, fill that hole. I've got a handful of players that I feel could possibly fill that hole. But I don't quite know how good they're going to be. One very random possibility that I think is a player that could do well is Teoscar Hernandez. A right fielder who we can move to center, who's got some solid speed, a career 261 hitter, so that's not that good. But it's better than other guys we've had out there in the last few years. Um, and it's better than a handful of guys on this team right now. Looking, though, at his OPS of 800, that's really good. Getting on base, OBP of a 316. Really showing off his ability to get on base, and that's what the Yankees need. As well as he does have solid power. But that's a bit of a stretch. Now, the guy a lot of Yankee fans want that I don't really think is the right choice is Cody Bellinger. Now, other than his 2019 MVP battling year against Yelish, he did hit three over 300 this past year. That 2019 season was 305. This year, he was 307. However... He somehow hit poorly enough in other seasons to have a career batting average of 258. Granted, that's close to Teoscar Hernandez. But I just. My thing with Bellinger, again, is, is the hitting with him versus Teoscar Hernandez is also not that good. But there are some other options. However, I don't think Bellinger is the go-to guy here. I just I think there are other players with better defense than him. And when it comes again to that hitting, great, he batted 300 this year. In 2023, in 2022, 210. 2021, 165. 2020 in that weird shortened season, 239. So, and then 2019, it was 305. So he went 305, then dropped to 239, then went way down, kind of came up, then had a phenomenal season. He had a great season with an 881 OPS, as well as 26 home runs, which is solid. However, I just don't feel that he's the right answer. The guy, because... The thing with Bellinger is that Bellinger's probably going to be looking for a slightly long-term contract. And we've got Jason Dominguez. So we need a few guys that are going to be more short-term fillers. And I've got I've got two possible players that could be that short-term filler. Now, this first guy could be the filler or could be our new left fielder. And it is the career 269 hitting Eddie Rosario. Eddie Rosario, once again, 
great speed, a lefty hitter who, 32 years of age, starting to get close to the end of his career, who I feel could fill that center field spot while we wait for Dominguez to get healthy again. I feel that Eddie Rosario would be a strong player who can perform well in the start of the season and fill that hole. Another possible option, and the guy I'm leaning more towards, just etches out Bellinger a little more, and it's more because of the defense, not really because of the hitting. The 250 career batting average is definitely not because of the hitting. However, a player that I just feel has that veteran leadership that will really bring it out in this Yankees clubhouse and a player who's also absolutely raked at Yankees Sam and a lefty is Kevin Kiermeyer. Kevin Kiermeyer has batted not only solid, well, good, superb at Yankee Stadium and has dominated through his career against the Yankees and is used to playing there, having played prior with the Tampa Bay Rays before then ending up at Toronto. But I also feel that his veteran leadership could help the growth of Jason Dominguez and a few other Yankees. One last now moving towards left field, a possible left field option, but again, this guy's a little bit of a stretch, is the 298 career hitter Michael Brandt. 36 years old, starting near the end of his career. However, this season, this past season, 278 hitter. Last year, 288 hitter. The year prior to that, 311 hitter. Slight regression. However, he's still a good hitter. Now, granted, he's been strung with a handful of injuries, which is why I don't feel too strong about getting him. But again, he could be a filler player. Jason Dominguez comes back, and we move Kevin Kiermaier back to left, and Dominguez takes back in center. Or Dominguez goes to left until he's really fully healthy or ready to come back, and then we put him out in center where he's got a lot more ground to cover and a lot further distance to throw with that throwing arm that we are specifically looking at as he's undergoing Tommy John and that whole ordeal. Now there's a few things that I feel we have to cover, we have to talk about. Two big, big name players, hitters that a lot of the Yankee fans want the Yankees to go get. One, I don't think they're going to get. One, I know they're not going to get. The other could be a possibility and could fit quite nicely into this lineup. However, I don't know how beneficial it could end up turning out to be. The one I don't think that's going to happen is Shohei Otani coming to the Yankees. I personally do not believe that Shohei is going to come to the Yankees, and here's why. Because not only the Yankees, but the Mets, as well as basically every team in MLB, offered him a crazy amount of money. But he chose to go to the Angels. 
he chose to stay close to home, as close as he can to home, which I respect. I honestly, I respect. But I also feel because of that close to home nature, as well as a few other factors, one being he wants to win close to home, he's going to go to the Dodgers. That's one big front runner. The other team is one of his idols was Ichiro Suzuki. What team did Ichiro play most of his career in? Yes, he did play with the Yankees, but most of the time, and he's more known for his time in Seattle, which is why I could see him going there. You know where I don't see him going? I don't see him going to play with the Yankees. As well as, if he does come play with the Yankees, what are we doing with Stanton? Because I don't see too many teams come calling for Stanton either. Now, the guy that I think the Yankees could get, but might not be worth it, is Juan Soto. Now, I say not worth it in the sense that, yes, he's a great player. He's a phenomenal player. But I say not worth it because we're going to have to give up a lot to get him. We are going to have to give up an insane amount to get him. But what also is going to be the problem is that Soto has one year left of his contract. So we're going to have to trade uh, two years left. Well, no, one year left. So we're going to have to trade for him. But then after this next season, if we do end up trading for him and getting him, we're then going to have to re-sign him. So the only reason we're going to trade for him is if we know we're going to re-sign him. Otherwise, it's not worth it. However, if we do get him, I feel like we could set it, forget it, lock him in in left field. And he is a phenomenal player. One and two, he stays healthy. He played 162 games this past season. Every regular season game. That doesn't even, well, they didn't even make the playoffs. So every regular season game. He was healthy. And what did he do? He played phenomenally. Now, looking to the infield, if Glaber Torres is traded, and if DJ LeMay who's over at second, that leaves a hole at third base. And I don't think the Yankees go to one of their rookies they've just caught up the cover there. I once again have a few other players that I think the Yankees could go get. We'll start with the stretches. We'll start with the long shots. And then we'll move to, I got two long shots, and I got another player who I think could be a filler for a year or two. Now, one big long shot, but I feel could be worth it, is bringing back Gio Urshela. Gio, 278 career hitter, just finished this past season with 299 batting average. 299. Yes, he can hit. But we also know, through him being part of the Yankees, that he is an amazing fielder. However, I don't know if he'll sign with us as we had just recently traded him and packaged him in a trade just to get rid of Gary Sanchez. Now, another guy that I think the Yankees might get is a Cardinal. The Yankees have been in extensive talks with the Cardinals looking for some make some trades, and both teams looking to make some big moves this past season after both the Yankees and Cardinals had a very uh, poor season, very lackluster, greatly missed expectations, under expectations. And a player I think the Yankees might end up getting is a career 283 hitter who batted 284 last season. 
who is a utility guy, who is a lefty, who had won the gold glove for utility players, who is on the younger side at the age of 26, will I believe be 27 right around the start of next season, or will be 27 by the start of next season, Brendan Donovan, the second baseman, outfielder, and third baseman, utility guy from the Cardinals, I feel could really fill that third base hole. However, once again, that is another trade the Yankees are going to have to make. The Cardinals are going to be looking for quite a good amount of money in order to, well, not just money, but players in order to give him up. Now, there's one last option, another possible player trade, sign, another filler guy who is old, who is nearing the end of his career, but once again is a filler guy. Hold the spot until the Yankees feel confident enough in one of their young guns to take over at third. A 288 career hitter, 829 career OPS, and that is Justin Turner. 38 years old, old, old Justin Turner, yet coming off of the season 276, not terrible it's an okay season 800 ops that's good 345 on base percentage that's good 455 slugging that's good had 23 home runs that's solid 154 hits in 558 bats so he's still looking good he's still got a strong arm he's still a strong third baseman defensively I really think he could fill that hole. I really think that he could just fill a spot on this team for right now. Now, finally, the pitching. The Yankees' bullpen was strong this year. Solid. Not strong, solid. For the most part of the season, they were top five, start of the season before the All-Star break, top three bullpen in the league. The starting rotation, on the other hand, struggled a little. Now, obviously, we're going to have Cole, we're going to have Cortez, we're going to have Rodon. However, that leaves two spots open. One spot, for a few games, could go to Frankie Montas. Could. Or the Yankees could trade him as well. Could go to Michael King. A very... Far-fetched possibility, but one that Yankee fans really want and one that I would never have thought would have been a possibility a few years ago is going out and getting Jordan Montgomery. I felt then when that Harrison Bader trade happened, was it was a terrible decision, and I stick to my guns now, and now a lot of Yankee fans realize that as well, that that trade, Montgomery for Bader, was terrible. But there's another player, and pardon my pronunciation, but there's a Japanese player by the name of, I believe it's Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who the Yankees have clearly shown interest in. Cashman going out to some of his games, even bearing there when he threw one of his two no-hitters 
Yamamoto is a dominant pitcher in the Japanese league. I believe it's the NPB. Is that it? I don't. I don't know. And if the Yankees could sign him, I really feel that would fill that final spot or that fourth spot. Then obviously we have Clark Schmidt. And I think he deserves to stick around. And then there's Johnny Brito, who we've been given chances to. What I see the Yankees doing is, is I feel that this rotation is going to end up being Cole Rodon Cortez. And I'm hoping the Yankees go out and get Yamamoto. And I have a feeling that it's going to be Michael King. Now, with Michael King gone, they might need to fill that bullpen spot a little. So we'll see. But there are possibly a few options that the Yankees could go do. I know Josh Hader's around. He could be an interesting guy to go get. Um, a really good relief pitcher closer. The Yankees could also... Try to get maybe a few other guys. Luis Garcia. Once again, re-sign Wandy Peralta would be important. But I think the Yankees stick King back into the bullpen. They use him for longer reliefs in case someone like Rodon or Cole or Cortez have a bad outing. Because that's going to happen. They're going to have a bad outing. Lucas Litke could be another guy the Yankees bring back, but these guys are going to have a bad outing. And when they do, and they have to be pulled in the fourth inning, don't want to kill your bullpen, so what do you do? Maybe you go to Michael King for those longer relief opportunities. With King back in the bullpen, that leaves Clark Schmidt with the opportunity. And I feel that Clark Schmidt is a really good pitcher. While he has a high to three low four ERA, and that's not good, I still feel that that doesn't matter because the Yankees are going to have to score more than three or four runs to win a game. That's just given. So if your pitcher is giving up four runs you're able to score five a game, then that doesn't matter. If he's given up three to four runs, five minutes. So, I really feel like there are some possibilities. There are some options. Now, Blake Snell is also an option. Blake Snell is coming off of a really good season. But I feel like that's not where the Yankees are going. I don't feel like the Yankees are really blowing the bank open right now as they used to in being the empire. However, getting Snell and Soto would be that big empire move as well as bringing Yamamoto. Cole, Yamamoto, Rodan, Cortez, Snell. Outfielders being Meyer or Bellinger. With Soto and left, Judge and right. Third base being Brandon Donovan. 
shortstop being Volpe, second base being DJ LeMahieu, first base being Anthony Rizzo, and sticking with Rizzo, although the concussion now behind him, I think that he will get back to being a solid player, a 260, nah, 270-280 hitter. That's also where I see LeMahieu uh, sitting 280-290 for LeMahieu, and I see Volpe getting to that 250-260 range this season. And behind the plate, alternating between Austin Wells and Jose Trevino. And for this upcoming season, I feel the Yankees should use Austin Wells as kind of like Trevino's break and day off. But I feel that next year in the 2025 season, the roles could be reversed. However, I still feel that both catchers for the time being are going to be our two catchers. Ben Rodovet can hang out a little bit, maybe down the minors in case of injuries. Or Rortvet, I believe is his name, excuse me. But that's what we're looking like for the Yankees. They've got to make some changes, got to bring in some guys who can hit and get on base. We're looking at that on base, we're looking at that batting average. They also need guys, once again, that can get on base, because then that's going to force pitchers to pitch to judge. That's going to force pitchers to not dance around the corners, but feel like they have to throw a strike to Stanton, which could lead to Stanton getting some big hits. So the Yankees, there are some moves that can be made. It's just a matter of making them. So we'll see if they do that. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Max's Mike. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you have great rest of your day. Take care and goodbye.